Hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm Ethan. This is um, Story on the Spot. With me here, I have um, Hippie Joe, the benevolent Hippie Joe. I'm here. Yeah, he's going to be the audience member for whatever this tale is. Um, basically, what this is going to be is I am going to try to do a story with uh, some sort of random uh, genre. It could be... Uh, it could be a piece of shit, or it could be, um, I don't know, a new Netflix series. Who knows? Uh, so I have a random picker here. It's a crime. I have a crime for, is the genre for the first one. And then someone shits themselves is uh, an element. Now, this is like an element, someone shit, shitting themselves. That could have a small effect, that could have a, or that could have some huge effect. It could, you know, I don't know, maybe solve, help lead them to uh, solving this murder. If I saw someone shit themselves, it'd have a huge effect on me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's the train of uh, truth there. We might cut that out. Okay, crime. It's a very broad, <laughs> it's a very broad subject, but we'll see what we can, we'll see what we can do. So, brisk morning, about five o'clock in the morning. Fog is still sort of laying down, and then in a train yard, just your regular standard train yard <laughs> operator. One of those guys who shovels coal into the train furnace. The year's 2017. He comes across a, a body. It's mangled. Shit everywhere. Shit and piss everywhere. As you would find on a, a dead body. This guy freaks out. Obviously calls... The, the police, the police come, they set up sort of like the, they sort of block everything off. Not that it's a high traffic area, it's a fucking train yard. But they block everything off, calling some local detectives. Now there's this one guy, this young hotshot. His name's Todd McKinley. Now he sort of built up a name for himself because he uh, he solved this serial dog murder case about five years back. So he's kind of a local hero. But this one is super interesting because he's never dealt with people murder. He's usually dealt with with uh, pet murder and uh, sort of animal homicide. Big jump. It's a big jump, but they figured, you know, what's the human to, to dog ratio? It's probably five to one. He solved the five dog the five dog killer case. He can probably solve the one per the one people killer case. I kinda like if you're like a vet for a few years, they uh, just let you start operating on humans. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I thought when you said vet, I thought you were gonna go a whole other direction. I know how you are on your, your, how you feel about war. 
you're a hippie Joe, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. <laughs> kind of had me at a misdirect. But yes, you're right. So Todd goes down. He sees this. He sees this body. He asks the cops to give him sort of the up and up, you know, like, you know, when was it discovered? Who's the witness? Uh, then he asks to see the body. He goes over. It's this guy. He kind of looks like a vagrant. It's kind of hard to tell how old he is because, like I said, piss and shit everywhere. You would expect it just to be in, like, the pants, but it's, it's fucking everywhere. It's on his arms. It's on his head. He goes over. He looks at this vagrant, and there's, in the, the shit-smeared forehead, there's a W that he notices. So there's shit, like, literally, I don't, you look like you don't understand. There's shit on his forehead, so it's like, kind of like uh, the Lion King, where they put that goop on Simba's head, but it's like a W. So it's like a W in shit. Like there was shit there, and he wrote the W in the shit, or they wrote the W with the sh like they got some shit on their finger and drew a W. Right, so, this is a very good question. There was shit there, and then he scraped a W in the shit. Oh, okay. So it was like a shit, like a, like a shit facial mask with a W sort of there. Now, obviously, just got there, doesn't really know what that means yet. Uh, he's Now he's trying to sort of identify maybe what caused this guy to die. There's also, like, cuts on his body kind of like stab wounds. There's slash marks and there's stab wounds in this guy. So probably about 10. There's probably 10 chest and arm areas. It's one of the most fucked up things uh, Todd's ever seen, aside from the five-dog murder case that he experienced. What was it, five years back? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's gruesome. I mean, those, those, those were bad. But this is a, uh, this is his second case, and it's um, it's a it's a close race for him on which one was worse. But he sees this guy and uh, absolutely horrible. He um, he goes up to uh, one of the chief police uh, officer Daniels. He's like. You ever seen anything like this? Officer Dan was like, huh, I've been on the force for 20 fucking years. I ain't never seen nothing like this. Kimberly's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Me neither. He's like, where's the, who, who discovered the body? Daniel's like, it was... Jeff Jeff Green over there. All right, uh, I'm gonna go have a word with him. All right, but he's pretty shook up. So Todd goes over to Jeff. He's like, "Hey, Jeff, I'm uh, Detective McKinley. Want to ask you a few questions about the uh, the body?" Jeff's like. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. I've never seen anything like it. It's horrible. 
And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and do the best I can to, uh, solve, to solve this case, get my name in the paper again. I had to go up another level in the detective rankings. So let me ask you something, Jeff. Around what time did you discover the body? Jeff says, well, it was right when I came into work, so it must have been around 5 o'clock in the morning. And he was dead when you found him, right? McKinley asked. Jeff's not saying this, obviously. I'm not going to do voices for every character. That's just way, that's just absurd. It's way too many. Uh, and Jeff's like, yeah, of course. Of course he was dead um, when I saw him. And Kinley's like, well, how'd you know? Jeff's like, well, I saw that somebody was laying down in the train yard, and this isn't a place where people just roam, you know? Sure, we get a vagrant every now and again, but usually they're not sleeping right next to a train track. That's fucking crazy. So I walked up. I saw the blood, the shit, the piss. And so I called the, I called the cops right away. Says, McKinley says, okay, now, is there anything, you see anybody unusual around here? Anything unusual happening lately? Guy's like, no, to be honest, I, I haven't. I haven't seen anything absurd, anything out of the usual. Um, pretty standard operation here at the train yard. Now, this is bad. Jeff, you know why this is bad? Because uh, how the fuck are you going to stop the train uh, schedule? Well, yeah, of course it's going to fuck up the train schedule tremendously. But this is this one guy's lead. Where do you go? You got a murdered guy. First, anything like it. Shit piss everywhere. W on the forehead. Where the fuck does that leave you? So Todd... Uh, you know, he, he has the statement, he has everything sort of paraphrased, written down from this witness, but it's not much fucking help. Doesn't really do a goddamn thing for him. Uh, you know, he, he gets, you know, the photos and stuff um, from the police, swaps for evidence, gets that sent into the CSI crime lab, the uh, cum detectors and shit, de shit detectors that they have. He's, uh, he's thinking about the case. Sort of a week goes by. He's waiting for all the results to come back. Uh, they have a positive DNA on the shit and piss. It belongs to the vagrant. Apparently, this vagrant had some run-ins with the police before. He, uh, he was arrested for assault and uh, pissing in public public indecency. Three cases of public indecency. One case of assault. Two of them happened on the same day. But that's not important. So, Todd McKinley is thinking what everyone's thinking. What the fuck happens now? <laughs> Todd gets a call 
They found another body. Todd says, fuck. Another body. But there's a slight thing in his head where he's like, this could be a good thing. Because it could help me catch the killer. Therefore, rising my status as one of the top young detectives in the local Wichita County. Like one person gets killed, it's just an unsolved case. Two people get killed. Yeah. Twice as likely to get a promotion. Well, that's the thing about murder is that if it's just one person. You can probably get away with it. You can probably get away with it. Honestly, if you're listening to this and you just want to murder one person, if you don't know them, you could probably get away with it. Yeah, just like don't get a – like it has to be like a, okay, I want to try this and get it out of my system, and you have to like move on after that. Like you can't get a taste for it. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, but, you know, don't do that. Anyway <laughs> – so this is kind of bittersweet from them. All the same stuff. This person's covered in shit and piss. W. Scraped in the forehead with shit. He hangs up the phone. And uh, like I said, it's bittersweet. Because on the one hand, you know, oh yeah, somebody's dead. But on the other hand, this could help me. I could be a hero and solve this case. So he goes down. This is uh, in a park. Uh, the body was discovered by a, uh, a woman walking her dog. Uh, he gets down there, you know, same thing as at the train yard. Police sort of blocked everything off, uh, taking photos of the body, swabbing for DNA. Detective McKin Todd McKinley go gets there. You know, same sort of, uh, same sort of operation. He goes and speaks with the, the lady there. She gives him the same fucking rub that old Jeff Green, train worker Jeff Green, uh, gave him. He's like, yeah, I was just out walking my dog, saw this, saw this uh, old vagrant guy dead. And, uh, yeah, I called, the, I called the police right away. Now, Todd's... He, wants, he just wants to smack this woman across the face. Not because of anything she did. He's just frustrated. He's like, how, you know, these seem like the only connection here, these, these are vagrant men. Somebody's just going around killing, you know, people that nobody cares about. It's the perfect crime. You know? And then he's taking their shit and rubbing it all over them and putting a W on the forehead. That's nothing. What do I do with that? So he goes over the body. He's super mad. He's thinking about just throwing haymakers everywhere. Anybody who talks to him, he wants to, he wants to slug him, you know, because this is a young hotshot guy, and all the renown he's worked up to at this point could be lost if he doesn't if he doesn't solve this uh, Wichita two people shit murder case. That's what it's known as in the papers. The uh, yeah. The witch, the Wichita reflector. Um, so he's he's looking up and down the body, you know, trying to look for anything, sort of anything out of the ordinary, other than the stab wounds, other than the shit, the piss, the blood, the W on the forehead written in the shit, piss, blood. 
and they're sort of scraping around, scraping around, and then they see some cloth, like a piece, like a chunk of cloth on the ground. It doesn't belong, it can't belong to this vagrant man because it's not covered in shit or piss or anything like that. And it's not even the same, it, it's not like fucking tree bark or whatever vagrants wear. It's, uh, it's like that of a t-shirt, which this guy is obviously, you know, he's wearing, I don't know, fucking whatever dish towels are made of, just rags. And so they go and they get that, they, they sort of get that, uh, they put that in a little Ziploc bag to, to get it analyzed. And then they're like, hey, I want you to swab under this guy's uh, fingernails because he might have ripped this cloth off from the perpetrator. This vagrant might have not been totally strung out on heroin. You know, he had some fight in him. Uh, he resisted. Yeah. He just lay there and let it happen. He might have just became a homeless man. He might have, uh, so he's not used to getting fucked up every day. You know, he's got a little bit. He's got a couple shreds of dignity. Yeah. Which is great. This is great for young hotshot Todd McKinley. So he sends it in. A couple days, analysis comes back. Uh, same as the first one. It's, you know, their blood, their shit, their piss. But the fabric under the homeless man's fingernails matches that of the shred of cloth that was found at the part of the second victim. And they say there's only a few places where this cloth is sold because it's a really cheap shitty polyester cotton blend. <laughs> so there's, I'm not going to name, you know, big stores, but there's, um, you can only get these shirts at, because this is a small sort of, like maybe 10,000 people town. Uh, but there's the bullseye uh, shop that you can get this shirt at. You can get it at Mark Wall, or you can get it at Mark K. Those are the three major clothing stores around the area. So they, they he Todd McKinley's like, I need you to contact. He's talking to the the DNA guy. He's like, I need you to you know contact the store people, and I I need like basically a big uh, buyer's list of all the shirts and stuff that, that come in. The DNA guy's like, that's not my job, but I know somebody who can do that for you. So he contacts, so he sort of like, he, uh, he connects them to a, to somebody whose fucking job that is. Jesus Christ, Todd. So, uh, what this guy does, the, the, this, uh, this officer, the CSI guy, we'll call him Seth. Seth Garrison. He uh, he's looking for every shirt that these three stores may have purchased that could have had that cheap 50/50 cotton polyester blend. And the and he's looking for a specific color too, navy blue. It's a navy blue T-shirt, not a sweatshirt. 
Um, so they give them a list. They give them all the shirts that are sort of uh, in this navy blue color. He asks for. He tries to get a customer. Like, oh, anybody buys, anybody buy any shirts? Like, we have a lot. There's we don't keep tabs on customers, and there's a lot of people that buy these shirts. And they're like, all right, well, here, just I need a the list of the shirts that are the 50-50 blend, the navy blue, and what those types of shirts are. There are only seven types of shirts that meet that criteria. Five of them are cool, like have the cool, like like one has like a dragon on it. Uh, one of them says like, I'm not late, I'm early for tomorrow. Um, one of them has a minion, a couple of minions on it. Uh, one of them has like the, the epic troll face. Another one has, uh, it's like an alternate minion. It's like the minions, but uh, there's like a air bubble and they, uh, they're they saying some minion shit. Like, uh, blah, 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 blah. are they talking gibberish? Yeah. This is Todd talk asking about the or this is Seth conveying this to Todd, by the way. He said, then you have your standard, just regular navy blue shirt, and then you have uh, a navy blue shirt with a like a cross on it. And then Jesus is hanging from the cross. So those are your seven, those are their seven shirts. Now McKinley is really in a fucking pickle here. Cause all he has is two dead nobodies and a piece of cloth that maybe was bought locally from one of these stores. And then he starts thinking, what are some what are some acts that these fucking crazy psychopaths do? So it goes and Googles criminal tendencies. And he noticed one of, one of them is serial killers will sometimes like to go back to the scene of the crime. Pretty fucking sick, huh? Kill somebody, go to the, you go back to the scene of the crime disgusting he's like oh, this is interesting but i don't really know what to do with that i'm right back where i left off i got nothing garbage shit piss blood a couple days go by third murder same mo shit piss blood stab wounds it's a vagrant he goes over there. They said, they have the witness. Witness says the same story as Green and that lady who was walking her stupid fucking dog. Todd is frustrated. He doesn't know what to do. There's nothing that indicates anything. There's no murder weapon, nothing. 
So he starts talking to the police on the scene about if they know anybody, anybody sort of with a criminal record. They say, in which, which, Wichita? No fucking way. Best town ever, aside from the five dog murder uh, five years back and now this. But of course, we electrocuted the five dog murderer like right away. Didn't even give him a trial. And as Todd's going around talking to these police officers, you notice one of them under their police lapel, whatever the fuck you call it, he's got an undershirt on, navy blue. The collar has some fabric missing from it. Todd says, What's up with your collar, ma'am? The cop, like, sort of jumps. Like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I, uh, sorry, I didn't notice that. I, you know, I was in a rush to get to work. I'm usually pretty late. Todd says, he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Todd McKinley. Rising young detective. <laughs> What's your name, officer? He says, I'm uh, Corporal. <laughs> the police rankings. I'm Corporal uh, Juster. I'm Corporal Juster, sir. Uh, let's say private. I'm Private Juster, sir. Um, McKinley says, it's really weird that you would wear a shirt. Like, that's very, like, you. usually someone would get reprimanded for that. For, you know, not being up to spec on your uniform. He's like, yeah, you know, like I said, I, uh, I was in a rush to, uh, to get into work, so I, I just threw it on. It was in the quarter... You know, I should have known better. So McKinley's like, yeah, you know, if there's anything you can do to help me out with these murders, you know, I'm, I've just been hitting a, hitting a wall. You know, this is nothing like the five dog murder that I solved way back when, when I was only 17. <laughs> Private Juster's like, yeah, you know, some pretty sick stuff. You know, I've been volunteering to, every time I hear one of these murders happens, I'm usually the first one on the scene to take care of, uh, you know, make sure, make sure I can hopefully catch the sick scum that did this. Todd says, it's very brave of you, Private Jester. You're, you're a hero. Just like, you're a hero. Just like the 15 men, other men, 
serving in the, in the Wichita Police Department. Juster says, yeah, you, 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 any, you think you have an idea of who the killer is? Kenley says, I haven't the slightest idea of who the killer is. Juster says, yeah, well, hopefully we cut, hopefully somebody catches them. We can beat them to death. Make it look like an accident in prison. Just another, just another, just another prison riot. We fake those all the time. We fake shankings and stuff like that all the time. Todd says, yes, I know, it's standard procedure. But first we gotta find the guy so we can fake a shanking, just like they did to Jeffrey Dahmer. Chester says, I don't know if you'll be able to find the, the killer. He seems to be really smart. You know, there's never really been anyone to smear shit all over somebody and then put a W in their head. That's Nobody's ever done that. I think this guy's going to go down as maybe like a Zodiac killer. One of the greats, unsolved. Todd says, well, if he keeps slipping up, uh, I'm going to catch him, and I'm going to shoot him and make it look like an accident. Jester says, what do you mean, slipping up? He's like, well... The second guy we found had some cloth ripped from his shirt. And Jester says, so? It's like, and Todd's like, so? If we ever find anybody with a ripped navy blue shirt, he can be our prime suspect. Jester says, Oh, yeah. But, I mean, what are the chances of that? Todd says, I don't know. It's probably pretty slim. But, he's slipping up. So I feel like we're on the precipice that if he commits one more murder, if he just has one more slip-up, we can find this guy. Jester says, that's very interesting. I gotta get back to the, I gotta get back to the depot. Detective, I'll catch you later. Todd, you know, thanks him for his, his service. And they sort of split off. Now Todd is super frustrated. Because he's got nothing on this third case. Uh... Like a month goes by, there's not even a murder. He goes into the police department asking, you know, like what's, uh, you know, what's the skinny? Anything happening recently? And they're like, no, it's been quiet. This, uh, the shit piss murder has been, uh, 
has been um, he hasn't really done anything as of late. Todd says, uh, yeah, maybe he's just lying low, you know, before he can strike again. He's working up a conversation with the, uh, the chief, Chief Daniels. And, uh, you know, they're, they're talking, sort of perplexed at the whole situation. And then Juster, Private Juster comes by, knocks on the door. He's like, Hey, Sarge. Oh, hey, Detective. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, I just wanted to thank you for, you know, all the time here and, uh, you know, maybe we can catch up sometime. Daniel says, Ah, right, yeah, problem, Jester. It's uh, been good knowing you. Just is like, Oh, hey, Detective uh, McKinley. How's it going? Detective's like, uh, Oh, hey, Private Jester. What's going on? He's like, Ah, nothing. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm being transferred to another uh, place out in uh, Okeechobee. It's another unit. And uh, Todd says, like, oh, yeah, well, good luck to you. Justice says, say, you, uh, how, how's it coming on the uh, shit piss case you had going on there? Todd says, Goose eggs. I got nothing. I have no idea who could have done it. Jester says, yeah, well, like I said, the guy's too smart. Well, I'll see you later. They, they walk away. Kinley says, yeah, you know, uh, I better get going. He goes back to his apartment. Week passes. Todd wakes up in a sweat. There's a flashback. Private Juster's ripped shirt. He was the fucking murderer. <laughs> he scrambles. He calls the he calls up the department asking for Daniels. He's like, Yeah, I need a I need we need to find Private Juster. Like, it's like private, it's like private justice. I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's, he's like, well, didn't he, did he transfer to Okeechobee? Give me the number to Okeechobee. Like, yeah, Todd, we looked into that. There's no such thing as Okeechobee. We don't know where he is. Todd is so sad, disappointed, and angry. He remembers the train yard where the first killing happened. It brings in his head over and over again. We'll wait this train out. No, we won't. Fuck this train. He says, he thinks, Juster did it. Juster was the murderer. But he got away. And the worst part of it is, 
McKinley wasn't going to get the recognition he deserved for solving the case. Because even though he knows who did it, he can't tell anybody. Because it'll make him look bad. That he didn't figure it out right away. So he doesn't say anything. There's no such thing as the Okeechobee police force. And Juster gets away. And Todd McKinley pretends like it never happened. That it was just some unsolved case. Will Private Juster murder again? I don't fucking know. Probably not. Unless I talk about it some more. That's the end. That's it. The murderer gets away. Todd knows about it. Just like cops in real life. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. Hippie Joe. Jesus Christ. I thought you were benevolent. Yeah. So, Todd has to uh, go on living a lie. Not really, not really living a lie. Just has to keep that secret to himself, otherwise he'll look like an idiot. That's that. What's your, give me, what's your, uh, what's your summary there? Summary? <laughs> Not your summary, but what's your uh, dissertation? <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Uh, I think uh, I need more details about the ship and the piss. Didn't really have like a good ratio to imagine more uh, like color or texture. Right. Yeah, I should include that. Huh? <laughs> You can assume it was kind of runny, like diarrhea, like yeah, if they were vagrants. Yeah, don't have good diets. I wouldn't imagine. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to use this fucking train. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> The bad guy gets away. Maybe, yeah. Did Chester do it? Yeah, he did. He totally did it. Um, that's pretty much it. Hippie Joe, closing words. Oh, come up with the top. What's the title of this? Uh, we'll give you that job. Yeah. Uh, big shit in Little Wichita. Nice. Alright, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>